Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Dr. Julia. We are episode three of the Life is for Living podcast, and I am coming to you to share um, the changes that are going on in this wonderful season. So, every they say the one constant in life is change, and yet change is what can just terrify most of us. So, um, good advice I heard a long time ago was get comfortable being uncomfortable because life brings you those opportunities. And so for many of you that don't know or haven't had a chance, um, you know, I haven't shared the story that often. Um, my husband is in recovery from a surgery and it, it was a, um, a slow growing tumor that had been growing his entire life. He was originally born with spina bifida and he had an emergency surgery when he was a pediatric, um, a newborn. And they, and this was before the time of MRI or imaging, and so um, they fixed him at the time, but we didn't know that he had a, a tumor that was growing. And so, um, long story short, he went in for an emergency surgery on the first of February, two thousand nineteen, this year. And they were, and what we were told is that there was going to be a nine to twelve month recovery. And being overachievers, um, we're both firstborns and bit type A, and. Um, we, we, th we thought we would throw a bunch at him and short the system. Well, that's not how healing works. You know, that's one of the fun things about healing is you're not in control of it. And so that can be a dance. But my husband's in a 12 month recovery period and it was not planned. And in fact, I don't know when a family, you know, we're a family of six. We have four young kids. We're in the elementary years. Um, coming up this next school year, we'll have all four kids in the same, um, school for the sit for one year we're excited about that but um it's just not it's not something you can plan for and of course you know you want the least stress possible because your people need you i'm, I'm a mom first i'm a wife first all these things um so i really I really wanted to provide for my family and I knew that it was all on my shoulders, right? And I've always been up for an adventure and I see a huge need. So going through this experience with my husband, like he he's not one to complain and I had no idea <laughs> that he had all these little things going on. I knew that there was obviously enough going on that for those of you who don't know, we took a traveling sabbatical um, last school year not this one but last one we took a traveling sabbatical through costa rica and we built an online platform so that we could support ourselves while we were abroad and it was a wonderful experience but part of why we were feeling called to do that um is that both of us were having you know health issues and just not feeling like we were walking our walk and we didn't our vitality and well-being were not where they needed to be for the um for the problems at hand, you know, it's it's a big job to serve people on the front line with their health. And so we went to Costa Rica, came back. Long story short, our our uh, assistant, she saw us after being gone for nine months and she, she jokingly said, what'd you do to your husband? You broke him. I'm like, what are you talking about? And Anjali is a wonderful, amazing um, human being for those who've interacted with her. And, uh, and she goes, no, really, Dr. Julia, Dr. Jeremiah is different. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing sometimes what you just don't see what's right in your face. It's so obvious you cannot see it. Um, and so, 
he got some imaging and we saw that there was a tumor and um, he needed it removed and it became an emergency because the tumor had gotten so large that the fluids were seeping internally and so it had become emergent. Um, so long story short, he went in to the ER and he came home 18 days later and I never really questioned if he was going to live but I definitely didn't think he was going to get out of the wheelchair. And so, you know, recovering from a spinal cord injury um, is no small feat. It is, it's a full-time job. And so I was in a situation where um, it was my turn. You know, my, my husband had provided for us for a long time and he was, you know, he kind of gave me my newborn periods. I was able to be home with the kids during the newborn zone. And uh, so now the shoe was on the other foot and it was time for me. And I've always, like I said, been up for the adventure. So going through though this medical situation and walking through the experience of hospitals and inpatient and rehab centers and all this, um, I really see, well one, there's amazing people on the front line. We, have, we were just really abundantly blessed with just some wonderful care providers. But I also see where the limitations are, you know, and, and, and um, I think we had kind of been in the alternative natural world for so long, we had forgotten um, or never really had a big dose of reality of what's in the conventional system. Um, and, and then internally, so I wanted to provide for my family and I was all ready to do it, right? And internally, I was so incredibly scared, scared out of my mind. Um, four young kids, four weeks after surgery, my husband finally comes home and it's well, about three weeks it was a blur trust me it was quite a season we were also having blizzards um, I had never shoveled that much snow and that <laughs> I was the spoiled wife that never shoveled snow well this year has been a growth year and so I went into full workaholic mode. I was gone all day, every day that I could be. Um, I had, we had family staying with us to help take care of my husband and my kids. And I was working, working, working as much as I possibly could be. And I felt myself fading away. I had these headaches. I was having such erratic emotions. My whole body felt inflamed. I felt terrible, like I was run over. And I get that my husband had just barely survived. Like I get that we were in the middle of the hugest storm that we'd probably ever walked through. Um, and so I was just thankful my husband didn't die. And I was thankful that he was using a walker, you know, and I was thankful that things were going well. Um, and I, um, I just got an inspired moment I had on my bucket list about two years ago. I'm like, you know, if I ever get the opportunity, I really want to go to a Tony Robbins event. I just, it's kind of one of those bucket list things, right? And I see a um, half price ticket being practically given away. And and I, I do the math and I see that we have um, some airline miles and I, and I called a friend of a, a favor from, um, parents of a longtime friend, you know, I crashed on their couch, I scraped it together by the skin of my teeth and I got myself in the seat of a live event and it was life-changing. I did not realize um, how it was possible to really drop off and dump off a lot of self-limiting beliefs in such a short amount of time. And it was, it was just a huge also getaway, you know, able to really um, just take myself out of my life storm and kind of refocus and get focused on what 
um, I'm doing and make my plan, right? Make my plan for how I'm going to um, provide for my family and how to also be there, not just I mean, financial support, but also emotional support and be able to be um, a human being who's, who's alive and not just a scared, crazy robot trying to just barely survive. And so, so that was a huge changing piece. But then also I got back home and um, I figured out that the office space I'd been using for the last year since we'd gotten back to Costa Rica, we had settled and found a local, you know, working with um, some business partners and found a, and I've been seeing using our local space in Spokane Valley. And, um, and it dawned on me that the building or the office was moldy. There had been numerous water leaks and I've always suspected it was moldy, but I didn't put two and two together. Again, the obvious that is in there, the big elephant in the room, but you just can't put your finger on it and you can't see it. Oh my gosh, what a dummy I felt. I put it together and I went, no one, <laughs> I don't feel well in this space. And as I was turning up my workaholic mode, trying to be there all the time, yeah, no, it wasn't working. I can't be in my office. And it was, it was like, oh, what the heck do I do? I mean, it was just a wall, like boom. Oh, well, this isn't gonna work. Uh, and it wasn't like, well, I'll figure it out and maybe later. And no, I'd already been in that environment. And I just, I knew, I knew it was something I couldn't keep exposing myself to. I just knew I was, I felt like the proverbial, I had one foot on a banana peel and don't push it. And I don't know if any of you guys have known that feeling, but when you know your body's saying, hey, something's wrong and don't push this, and you already have one parent down. I don't mean, for those of you who um, you know have, have co-parent, two parents uh, overseeing a family, when one parent is down, all of the weight, it's like, I cannot go down. And so it makes a big difference. Um, and so the epiphany I had was that I needed my dream to work. I have had this dream in my body, in my brain, and I, it's time, I, ha I have to, like there's no other choice. I didn't realize how much I had been living in Jeremiah's shadow, and it's not until he was essentially kind of taken off the map that I saw how I was living in a shadow, and I needed to step up and bring forward the call that I have in my heart and how I wanna serve and how I wanna, you know, just help people. I am honored to help people with their health, but I cannot individually carry each and every person. And that is not why I got in this game in the first place. You know, I don't expect someone to heal me. I wanna heal me. I wanna know how to take care of my own body. I know that my body can heal. And I know that there's just something maybe I don't know or I don't see or, whatever it is. Like I know sometimes an outside um, resource is helpful. Like I don't know how it all works, but I also know that I'm not gonna just blindly follow someone else. It has to make sense to me. You, We all have intuitions and they have to speak to us. Um, and that's usually, I mean, that's what's guided me in my health journey has never led me astray. So it was time that I just embrace it. And I won't lie, my dream scares me, but that's how it is. Um, my body, you know, I know that bodies can heal. And my job is to keep you in the driver's seat of your own car. That's just that simple. I did not 
I am not a guru. I did not make this stuff up. I have just been studying how the body can self-heal for, you know, I've been on my own health journey for 25 years now. And I've learned a lot. I've gained some degrees. I've got some clinical experience. You know, I've been um, working with a wonderful private practice for 15 years now. I love working with people but I can't carry everyone. I'm not personally responsible for everyone, but I would be honored to help you. And so this is my plan. Um, I think that this information here should be free. You know, a lot of what I say over and over and over in the clinic is me repeating myself over and over and over. And like I said, I've just been listening and learning from other previous doctors. I did not create this stuff but I see that it works and I see that it works over and over and it's enough that I need to get over myself, put on my big girl panties and start creating some really high quality content which scares the pieces off of me because the fact that it's recorded or written down, then I get nervous. I can free talk, I can freestyle on this stuff all day long. The minute it's recorded, it's a whole different game but you know what, I have to put that aside and just help you guys. Um, I really believe that us knowing how to help our bodies heal is part of just serving humanity. Um, now there's always going to be a market for helping people heal because sickness is so prevalent and it's a big, it's a big job. Um, I will also not pretend that the challenges we have in our health are limited to my zip code and that's why um, I, my dream is to set up a ability to teach you guys how to be in the driver's seat of your own car. That's what Consult a Naturopath was born from, to help keep good content out there, teach people how to be in the driver's seat of their own car. I understand that there's some specific things that, um, that the regular general public might need help in, like accessing really high quality, functional, forward-thinking um, medical testing, um, and also some products are not available. You want doctor-only products, oh, that's, um, that's a different topic, but I'm telling you, you want the best of the best. We do not have a lot of regulations. You want a third-party entity testing things, making sure that what's on the label is what's in the pill, um, especially when you're using it as medicine. Um, it's one thing when you're just chewing on it like candy, but if you're using this as medicine, this is serious. Um, and yes, I am available. I'm available for one-on-one -on -one, um, support, you know, in a telemedicine situation. Why telemedicine? One, I just told you my story, but also people are more comfortable from your own screen. And that's just the reality. Um, and this problem is much bigger than my zip code. And so the more we can equip people, and you do not have to work with me, it is totally okay. Find another naturopathic physician. I am a naturopathic physician. We are rare gems. We're kind of like chiropractors meets regular primary care physicians combined, if you will. We focus on why the body's not self-healing, what we can do to help spark that self-healing ability, teach you about your own body. We recognize people are mind, body, and spirit. There's not just, we're not just simple robots. You know, there's a, we try to use the, like what they call the healing power of nature, but like using low force, gentle things to try to get the benefit and then you work up in interventions as needed. Um, you do not need to cut off your finger when you have a hangnail. You don't need to cut off the finger when you have a hangnail. However, 
Um, there are situations like my husband going through a spinal surgery where absolutely you needed big interventions there. That was not going to be fixed with an herb. Now, he's on plenty of herbs now, don't get me wrong, but still, um, there's a time and place for all of it. This is not like us versus them. This is, hey, guess what? Maybe people out there are not realizing yet that no one has an interest in you healing unless you grab that for yourself. There is a life out there for living and it is so wonderful to watch someone blossom in their own health because their world gets better, their life gets better, their families get better. It really is a positive impact in our relationships. And so that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. So that's my plan. Free content the best I can possibly give. I'm here for one-on-one consults from the comfort of your own phone or your comfort of your own screen. Um, I am keeping my eye out for a local space where I can come back to my love um, of doing some body work for people. I love doing hands-on craniosacral body work, but I've got to set up this other space first. People are, we're kind of in a pickle when it comes to health, and I'm saying that lightly, I'm kind of joking, but people don't realize how sick they are. I didn't realize how sick I am. You know, it's easy to kind of live with our head in the clouds and, oh, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, until you get a cancer diagnosis, not fine, you know? How do we um, be more proactive here and not just guessing? It is nice to have some personalized data about how your system is doing so you can go and create a plan and then attain your goal. It's nice. Um, it's nice to have a map, a roadmap to where you're going. Now, of course, I always want you in the driver's seat of your own car. And so to do that, there's going to be a lot of education in that. And I just, I encourage you to just keep an open mind and to go, huh. And if it sits with you and resonates and makes sense, awesome. I'm glad to share. And if it doesn't, be like, hmm, okay, let it go. It's okay. Research, research your own. Start asking questions. Start making models in your head of what works and what doesn't work so you can start to understand your own body. Um, so I absolutely love helping people in person and I know that that's gonna come another time. Um, I am keeping my eyes open, but until then, I can't hold my breath and wait and add one more level of stress. I need to start helping you guys now. And I will say, so I stepped away from that moldy space back in April, so we're at six weeks now. Um, I've had two small exposures, but we've almost spent an entire month of not being in that space. And I feel so vibrant. I notice my personality's coming back. My passion around health is coming back. Mold is a tricky, insidious, yucky, nasty thing that really just fogs people out, at least for me. It really can just make me very blah and plain and it's just no good. Um, and my home life is happier. My home, my kids are happier. My husband is getting better. Is it slow? You bet it is, but that's okay because it's fabulous that I still get to see him. He just left his cane. He started to leave his cane behind the last two weeks. And so that's awesome. You know, his balance is really, 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 really improved. And now he's just figuring out other parts of his body and that's okay. You know, the fact that he's walking and we were able to be together is a good thing on both fronts. And then everything else is details. So, um, so it, it's good stuff and it's going in the right direction. Um, it really matters to me that my, my, children are okay because when one parent has a big 
uh, something happens and takes them down, then to lose the other parent to workaholic mode is really tough. And you know, I'm just gonna um, sidestep a little bit. I didn't put two and two together why it hit my heart so hard, but my dad had a hard time um, and he did some stupid stuff and he got himself in jail. And if you've ever had the uh, experience of, of visiting a loved one, you know, the orange suits look way different in person than they do on TV, let me tell you. And so I was a young child, I was in sixth grade, and um, but visiting my dad, I remember making a big impact because it was like, oh, I hadn't seen my dad for a long time. There was all this crazy stuff, and then I finally got to see my dad. So that was a relief to actually be able to see him. But in hindsight, looking back, what made that season more stressful wasn't so much that my dad was gone, but my mom was, that was the season that she was working three jobs. You know, she had a day job. She ran a chiropractor's office and was the front office manager, you know, took care of everything besides being the doctor at the office. And then in the evenings, she worked for a local um, vocational school teaching front office admin program. And then she also had a side gig and she um, was doing some, uh, building a direct sales business selling jewelry on the weekends, booking shows, having events, that kind of thing. And so in that same season, and I know why she was doing it, she was providing for us. And I'm so thankful she provided for us. But from the kid perspective, it's hard when all of a sudden both parents are gone. And I, you know, I can't do that to my kids. So yes, I could be gone all day and I could take a corporate job and run far, far away and get us benefits. But you know what? That is not the path that I feel in my heart and I need to fly. I need to go in the direction that God's calling me because it's the same wonderful, loving God that has brought me this far. And, um, you know, my husband's walking. I see miracles all the time. God spoke to me in the beginning of this in early January. This is going to be the best season this is going to be one of the best seasons of your life and just hold on to that. And so that has been my little mantra. This is the best season of our life. This is one of the best seasons of our life. Do you know, honey, this is going to be the best season of our life? He's like, okay, best season of our life, huh? Another growth opportunity. That's our joke now. Oh, I have another growth opportunity. Oh, good. Where are we growing today? Um, but you know, you got to keep it light and you got to laugh through the process. So I just wanted to give you my side of the story. Um, Dr. Jeremiah has done some writing. His brain is, he is starting to have enough time since this, you know, we're coming into um, month, we're finishing month four, um, coming into the fifth month here, and he's starting to have some perspective. And so he's starting to write, and so he's gonna be sharing, um, he, he wrote a lovely article for you guys as well. So, um, but I wanted you to hear it straight from me, straight from the horse's mouth, if you will. You are going to be listening and hearing me more. I want to ask you guys, if you're still with me at this point, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am not great at this, um, and I am my own harshest critic, but you know what? I got to at least try, right? And I am that person that I can't even go to the grocery store without noticing, you know, people's posture or if they're limping or if their color of their skin doesn't look good or if their hair looks like they're low in vitality or, you know, oh, whatever. I, our bodies are so amazing and wonderful and miraculous and yet we hold them to a low standard when it comes to health because 
either we just don't believe we can heal or we don't or we think it's as good as it gets or we think oh nothing's wrong that's a lie we tell ourselves all the time and actually a lot of times symptoms are things are right your body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do that is what it was made to do um but we don't know how to read our bodies we don't know how to really sense where they're coming from we don't know how to read our symptoms we have we're not in a culture where we teach each other you know um the the kitchen medicine has been kind of lost you know grandma and mom and they're not that medicine is not getting passed down um parenting is different um so our experience of when our bodies hurt what's going on what symptom how do we fix that symptom do we is that something we ignore or is that something we actually encourage is your body trying to self-correct and we just need to encourage your body to do exactly what it's doing because that's actually going to be you know the ultimate better healing option here or do we cut it off do we say no this be dangerous and do we stop whatever your body is naturally doing i tend to be i'll just chair I tend to look more at the terrain of the body and what the body is doing is a whole working beautiful system together I have a hard time separating the digestion from the skin from the heart from the lungs I mean it's kind of like your whole body your whole vessel this is what your vessel is doing how to, so I see always as a whole um, I never think questions are dumb um, when it when it's an honest question there's no sometimes the simplest questions are actually hardest to answer um i do believe you've got to really know that you need to be in the driver's seat of your own car i mean that's just real healing doesn't happen unless you are um and the more complex the scenario is the more you've really got to be buckled into that driver's seat um because you need to advocate for yourself no one's going to do it for you it's your job it's your voice to be able to speak up for yourself or if you um, have a young child you know you need to know or if you're taking care of someone who can't advocate for themselves you need to know how, what questions to ask and what to look out for and and how to ultimately help help the body restore to um, just to the best state it can be you know everyone has a different level of what optimal is but we can all strive to um, take it a step better and that's my, that's my hope. That's my hope for all of us. That's my hope for you, for your loved ones. That's my hope for me, my loved ones. Um, I am asking you guys to share, share, share what I'm doing. Help me get, my, help me get the word out. Um, as I bring best content that I possibly know how to squeeze out of this little brain, um, I ask that you share it with your friends and family. And I look forward to hearing back from you guys. Give me some comments, let me know. But in the meanwhile, as we walk on this journey, I wish you all well, and I look forward to next time. Be well.